Welcome to Camden Cast. I'm Tampi. I'm Aaron. And this is our seventh heaven podcast. On today's episode of Camden Cast, we will be talking about season eleven, episode thirteen of Seventh Heaven. The title is Script Number Two Hundred and Thirty Four. While oh, the IMDb user synopsis is. While Eric and Lucy sneak off fishing, pretending it's for a church stuff seminar, Kevin must give advice, which he does in scary terms, to poor T-Bone, whose snooty girlfriend, Ruthie, abuses him. The A-B is in parentheses, and it says, like, it's abuses, mm, but also that uses is so clever. him to cause jealousy with her sort of ex-Mac, who gets himself invited to stay at the Camdens after moving back in town only to find his reuniting parents' condo has only one bedroom, and his best friend friend and other semi-ex, Martin, who gets bitched at by his baby son Aaron's unmarried mother, Sandy, after Mac arranged for them two two double date with T-Bone, Margaret, and Jane. No, no, no. None of that is None correct. of that. Nope. Okay. Was that the end? <laughs> yep. Well, and there's he... an ellipsis after. It's uh, a T-Bone, Margaret, and Jane ellipsis. That was all wrong. Um, I mean, it's not the most wrong, but, like, but, T-Bone wasn't a part of that foursome. Mm-hmm. But also, and also, Martin and Mac are not the exes of Ruthie. Or um, each other. Because <laughs> that the way that that was phrased, it could have oh, read yeah, like that. Yeah, his best friend, other semi-ex. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe they were... Who knows? That's... I'm going to write the fanfic. Um, uh, I just... Okay, so obviously some, like, an actual human writes these, but it's very clear to read that they have certain biases... Like, this person clearly doesn't like Ruthie and does or not Sandy? like Sandy and very much likes um, Martin? Question mark? I don't know. I don't know. It's... Mm-mm. Okay, what was your first impression? Uh, it, uh, Aaron pointed this out while we were watching it. It was an incredibly long episode compared to the last one. It just one felt watched. long, which, just, yeah. it's, which means it's not good. Yeah. Um, and it... It kind of really centered on this kind of, like, teenage romance thing that was going on, um, and I'm not really compelled by any of these characters anyway. Like, I didn't, I don't, like, we've said multiple times Martin and Sandy should not be here. Mac is now also a part of this group, and they've introduced Jane and Margaret and T-Bone, and the only person I could find myself, like, being, like, intrigued by is T-Bone, and that's purely because he talks so much. But also, didn't Mac and Martin have, like, some sort of falling out, or they were just, like... Like, Mac kind of disappeared after <laughs> Sandy got pregnant, and I thought, like, I was, like, either he, like, his parents got divorced and he, like, moved away. I forget what the storyline was, but I feel like he wasn't really around for that last season no, where wasn't. it really focused on um, Martin and Sandy and their their baby. Um. Mac was there for a hot second when he was interested in Ruthie, then he went away, and the next time he came back, he was there to be Martin's best man. He even introduced himself as Martin's ex-best friend. Right. And now so, they're like, like, they've lost touch, but now Mac is back. Like, again, they just needed someone to fill time, I guess, and they couldn't get, you know, the principals back because they command too much money. So, um, I guess we'll get started with a cold open. It's um, Ruthie and T-Bone watching the news on, like, a lazy afternoon, um, it's a Saturday morning, or like a weekend morning, because they do say it's because t- T-Bone cries to make out with Ruthie instead of watching the news, and she's like, it's 10 a.m., because apparently you can't, you can't make out before noon. Like you can't like go and buy alcohol before noon or something like that on yeah. a Sunday. 
Um, so Ruthie's not into the making out. Um, and then Mac appears. And suddenly she is. Yeah. Which again, I was like, I don't know what we're supposed to, like, it's obviously we're supposed to get the idea that she's trying to make Mac jealous, but the only reason she ever pretended she was interested in Mac was to get to Martin. So I don't know, again, is she like hoping in a roundabout sort of way that Mac will tell Martin and then Martin will be jealous. I don't know. It was my impression that Ruthie was never legitimately interested in Mac, and that was just a cover for her interest in Martin. Um, so they start making out a lot more. When Mac's there, we find out from Mac that he's moving back to Glen Oak because his parents are back together, but they only got a one-bedroom condo, so he needs a place to stay while he finds a place to stay, and he's hoping... Because his parents are having sex all the time, and he wants to stay at the Cam Casa. So... Um, he, like, steps out of the room, and then Ruthie, well, T-Bone's like, what's up? And Ruthie's like, I want to have sex with you today. And he's, she's like, have you ever had sex before? And he's like, yes. And she's, he's like, what about you? And she's like, I was living in Scotland, and I had a boyfriend, and I was there for, like, six months. So, like, what do you think? So she was like, okay, great, we're all agreed. Well, he's, I think T-Bone says, like, well, why not? Not yet. Um, and she's like, okay, we'll do it tonight. And T-Bone is just like, this is all moving very quickly, considering it was, you didn't want to make out at 10 a.m. before, and now we've got these plans for tonight. Um, and Mac obviously overhears all of this. And then he steps into the room, and he's just like, when is, he's like, is anyone else home? <laughs> because I guess he was afraid it was going to happen imminently. <laughs> yeah. Um, and... Yeah, like, Annie is getting groceries, and she'll be back momentarily, so whatever, that's the cold open. Uh, so before we get into the actual storylines for this episode, quickly mentioning that Rev and Lucy are here for, like, five seconds, and then they depart. They, they are... Yeah, they, so we see, like, we see this in an interaction where Sandy comes to the church parking lot, and she is teaching Lucy's girls for the day, uh, and the Rev and Lucy are like, we have to go to this church seminar, but actually we've just seen them packing up a bunch of fishing supplies. So they are telling everyone that they are going to a church seminar, but they're actually going fishing. And no, everybody knows they're lying, and nobody cares. Um, I think the whole thing is supposed to be a setup for what is ha- happened in the last episode and is going to happen in the next episode, which is um, that they're trying to get away from the deacons because the deacons are controlling their church life, and they kind of just want to be like fuck you, deacons, we're going to pretend we're doing something for the church, but we're really going fishing. Which is a great way to get your, like, supervisor, employer, like, to like you, is to, like, fuck you, I'm yeah. going to do whatever I want. So, um, we'll get started with kind of one of the, actually, I don't even fucking know how to, like, talk about this. Hey, the twins aren't in this episode at all! Yeah, they are. Oh, they are. Right, they are, with the stupid Rocky yeah. Robin. Yeah, they don't want to see an animated film, because they are hashtag adults. Uh, yeah, so... I guess we could start with, like, so the, I guess the primary, most characters yes, are involved well, yeah. with this plot line between Jane, Margaret, Martin, Mac, and Sandy, Sandy and the baby, and I guess Kevin and his baby, um, where, so yeah, Mac is, like, trying to appeal to Annie, and he's like, please, I just need to stay here for a few weeks, and Annie is like, well, we don't really have the room right now because we've got Jane, Margaret, and T-Bone here. And also Sandy and Martin. And Sa- Oh, yeah, and Sandy's just there for, like, the night. Or, so she's like, you can have the couch tonight, and then we'll talk when, like, the Rev gets back about maybe, like, possibly a longer-term plan. And then Jane and Margaret walk in, and Mac is just so taken with Jane's beauty. Um, and 
I don't know, he wants to, like, go out with her. Like, he asks her on a date or something? Yes. Is this when she comes in with the twins? Yes. Yeah. So Jane walks in with the twins, and she's like, they don't want to go. And we learn that it's they don't want to go to this animated film because they prefer to see um, a real movie with a living room, a story, and actors. So Mac is like, I'll go see that movie with you. And Jane is not interested, and then... Martin, Martin walks in and she's like, oh, we can all go on a date together, me, Margaret, Mac, and Martin. And Martin is like, yeah, that sounds great. I think Jane is very beautiful, too. Um, which this gets us to... To Sandy, who yeah. is talking to her girls. So because, this- okay, they keep saying that... Mar- also, this bothered me a lot, too, because yeah. this happens on, like, show- shows all the time, like... Sandy keeps saying that Martin is going to be babysitting Aaron this evening. And I'm like, it is his child. It is not babysitting. It is parenting. It is caring for your child. (laughs) So, yeah, Martin goes to pick up uh, the baby from Sandy. So before this happens, Sandy is kind of talking to her girls. The girls are, like, played by... uh, I don't know what teenage tropes they're trying to freaking get at, but it's like teenage girls being like, you can't have anything unless you're in a relationship, and being alone is the worst. Yeah, they're just like, how sad your life must be, Sandy, because you're alone with your baby. And Sandy's like, you, I don't care what anybody else thinks. I want to, like, send, like you need to be happy with yourself before you can be happy with somebody else. You know, all the cliches. And then... Martin comes to pick up the baby. The girls are kind of swooning over Martin because, like, it's, like, Glen Oak folklore that Martin Brewer is very handsome. Um, And right before he leaves... You keep saying this, but I'm also, like, they keep being, like, oh, Jane is, like, just the most beautiful woman that anyone has ever ever seen. They they have weird standards on this show, like, because they also think the Rev is, like, a good-looking older man. And I'm, like, no, none of these people are Um, good-looking. That's an opinion. To me, yes, and... We are talking about my opinion. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Martin also then asked Sandy, like, oh, we're not, like, exclusive, right? And Sandy's like, uh, no. But then While she, he's pe- also yeah. in front of all these girls, yeah. he's like, can I talk to you? And, like, he's, like, at the door, but they don't step outside. Right. They have this whole conversation at full volume in front of all these girls while he's, like, got the baby in hand. And then he's like, oh, great. And he steps out in the hallway, and Sandy looks, and Mac... Uh, Margaret and Jane are there, and Sandy's like, I'm sorry, are you taking our baby on a date right now? (laughs) Um, So Sandy is, like, upset, and she gets her baby back and brings it back and, like, kind of has a moment, which I think is probably, probably the best moment in this episode, where she's like, this is what being a mother, like, a single mother is all about. It's, like, constantly being pushed down and being, like, you know, and having to do things, but but and being really sad and upset all the time and angry, but well, your baby's father gets to do whatever he wants, and you and and you have to pick yourself up every day because you have another human life to take care of, um, which I thought was you know a nice little speech. Um, we will follow then the foursome on their date. Uh, basically, what's happening is Margaret is being ignored by everyone, and um, Jane and like. Like, Mac, Mac and Martin are competing for Jane's yeah. affection. Um, they get, like, I, oh, so this cartoon movie or something is very popular, and all of the, like, it's the middle of the day, but by the time they buy the tickets, they're like, all of the shows for the rest of the day are sold out. We have to see The Late Show, which is at some time after 9 p.m., because when he comes back, he's like, the 9 p.m. show is sold out. Um, so they're, like... No, I think they said all the other shows sold out. The first show that's available is the 9 p.m. show. Oh, okay, so, um regardless, like, I think it's, like, Mac or... I think it's Mac is, like, no problem. We'll just have to get to know each other until 9 o'clock. Um, and I... Th- 
Think, yeah, so Margaret is being ignored, and she finally gets a little bit fed up, and she blows up Jane's spot, and she's like, oh, she's married. Yeah. Which um, makes, even though they've already bought the movie tickets, Martin's like, oh, I have to leave yeah. now. So, um, before Mar- Margaret kind of blows up the spot, Mac is talking about how they all should live together. Um, <laughs> These people that he'd met, like, six hours ago. And then Martin gets, like, enraptured by Jane, because she knows sports. Oh, yeah, which she references the, like, us random, she's like, that Minnesota-Kansas City, like, the, the 11th inning of that Minnesota-Kansas City game, and I'm like, that's, like, so, so obscure. Like it's not Yeah, and I'm like, that's, she's, uh, that's not a thing. Um, so Martin, Martin's like, oh my god, but yeah, so they both, well, Martin backs off once he finds out she's married, Max kind of like, we can still find a place to live together. Well, he's, yeah, he's like, oh, but Margaret's like, oh, they're, well, they're getting divorced. And he's like, so you still need a place to live. Um, so that's kind of the end of that part. Um, at this point, San, on the other side, Sandy's like actually upset. Um, she's at the Cam Casa. Yeah. Um, Ooh, before that happens, though, we would just like to say that Kevin and Sandy almost happened. Uh, <laughs> I mean, nobody was. I don't think that's ever been... No, that, I know. We didn't want that to happen, no, but I yeah. Know, I know. So for some reason, yeah, so we see Kevin try to drop off Savannah to Annie because he's like, oh, I'm going to meet Sandy and the baby for dinner, and Annie is like, absolutely not. I will not watch your child, and like the implication is like, oh, they're going on, like, they're going on a date, but I'm also just And Lucy like, won't like it? But yeah, I don't... I didn't get... So Annie is like, you know, Sandy and Aaron and... You and I and Savannah could, could all have dinner at the house together. And I was like, I don't understand why um, this is happening. I think it c- kind of har- harkens back to the fact that uh, Lucy, the reason Lucy's going on the fishing trip is because she doesn't want her girls fawning all over Sandy and she's jealous. So then, like, I feel like Lucy might feel a type of way if Kevin's also having dinner with Sandy. I don't really understand it, well, but uh, whatever. Yeah. I mean, okay. So, like, adults who, I don't know, adults can have... Friends? Yeah, friends that are of the opposite sex and, like, are... That's... I don't... It's not a date. Uh, Especially when, like, she, like... But I I didn't understand. I was like, why can't he bring Savannah? If she is going to have the baby, wouldn't, like, you know, they'll do baby stuff together. (laughs) Savannah and Aaron. Make noises at each other. Um, Right, so Aaron is saying that um, Sandy's at the Camp Casa kind of complaining to... Annie uh, about... Martin, like how she was counting on Martin to take the baby today, and just about how she's like, yeah, you know, right in front of like she. I think she was like feeling a little bit embarrassed about the way things played out. Um, and then Martin walks in, and Annie just doesn't say anything. She's like, gets up and walks away for uh, Martin and Sandy to resolve whatever issues they're having. And Martin's like, I was an idiot, you know, we had a thing going on, I shouldn't have gone on a date with somebody else. And Sandy's like, no, you're just saying that now because you found out that she's married. You don't actually, like, it's, you You don't want to be with me. This is, like, the default. Like, you know, it's, oh, I'll marry you so I can get out of this relationship with Daniel. You're into it. Then it's like, oh, this thing with your perspective, like, Jane is, like, not working out. So... Like default, oh, I'll go back and Sandy will take me back. So I think they need some time apart. Yes, I think that they're forcing it too much. Um, and then, like, yes, yeah, Sandy's like, Sandy says, I don't, I, I, I'd be, it'd be great if we, like you were in love with me and we could like raise our son together and we could get married, but I don't think that's going to happen. And Martin says, I think you've lost your chance now. And Sandy's like, that's probably for the best. And yeah. Well, you really showed her, Martin. <laughs> um, 
so I what I mean I don't know it like I think I like what they've done with Sandy's character. They've completely transformed her but and made her done this, the same thing to Martin. Yeah, like but and I don't really like Martin's transformation, so I don't really know what to say. Um, eh. Uh, I think the uh, there's really nothing else for that storyline. We don't know where Max's gonna stay. We don't know where anything else is gonna go. But uh, on the other side of all of this is uh, T Bone and Ruthie. Um, so T Bone, because he has no one to talk to, goes to Kevin for advice. Which, yeah, that's his dude. Like that's his sister-in-law. I mean, it's still not. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I don't know who else T-Bone would go to, but, like... Jane or Margaret? Like, who else does he... Like, he has no other... Definitely not the Rev uh, yeah. or Annie. That's not... But he... I think, if, I think the whole idea was he wanted to talk to, like, a young man. A younger man. Like, it's like a man-to-man right, thing. Right. So Kevin's like, don't you go near her or I'll kill you. But also just, like, she's only feeling a type of way because you're... Martin is back. Oh. Oh, well, I think that's what Annie ends up saying. But what he says is, like, you are getting emancipated and you, like, she realizes you're going to leave and you guys have been together for the past couple of months. So she's trying to click on to you and she thinks that, like, maybe sex will be the way to keep you where, like, you're turning into a real adult or something like that. Um, so she, he, so Kevin's advice is take her to dinner, like, show her you appreciate her in a different way than just, like, physically. Um, so then T-Bone goes and talks to Happy. Yeah. And who tattles on him to Annie. Um, yeah, he, he's just, like, kind of using Happy as, like, a sounding board and just, like, I don't even know what he says, but the dog periodically barks back at him. And then Annie comes out and is like, what, do you need someone to talk to? Like, what are you doing? And he's like, no, it's fine. And then Happy barks some things at Annie, and she's like, they're going to have sex. <laughs> yeah, I th- I think Annie somehow realizes that, like, because Mac and Martin are back, that maybe he, she's trying to, fe- like, look more mature again, like she did before. So that's why Ruthie's wanting to have sex or whatever. Um, this or make people think that she's having sex. Like, yeah. I think that's actually what the actual goal is. Then we get a conversation between Kevin and Ruthie where Kevin's like... Wait, wait. A guy will have sex with anyone who will let him. Yes. Um, and to not just be any girl, that Ruthie should be Ruthie. And Kevin's like, look, I just, I don't think this is a good idea. Like, especially because what are you going to do? Have sex in your own, in like your parents' house? Like that you both right, live there. That's the only place to get yeah. there that you have to go. So like, maybe rethink this. Then like. Maybe at the ribs office. <laughs> <laughs> T-Bone and Ruthie are then on the phone where Ruthie's like, I don't think you're mature enough for me. And then like T-Bone says. Oh, really? Because I was just about to ask you if you had condoms or if I should buy them. And then sitting in the living room, the love den, without looking around at all, Ruthie just goes, I have condoms. But immediately after she says this, there's no, you don't even, there's no noise. There's no, Mm -hmm. she she immediately turns around and Annie has just been standing there listening to everything she's been saying. And then Annie's like, I'm going to go make popcorn. We have a lot to talk about. And then... I don't know what exactly gets said, but um, basically Annie says to Ruthie, like, you're just doing this because Martin and Mac are back and you shouldn't. And why would you lie about having had sex in Scotland? Um, And while this is happening, T-Bone and Kevin are kind of having a similar uh, similar conversation where Kevin's like, I don't think you told the whole truth about your, like... Experience. So Ruthie's whole thing is I want you all to see me as an adult and... 
everybody's like, don't do this in your own, like, this is where you both live. Like, don't do that. This house is a temple. Ruthie goes, oh, I see. You don't care. You care more about having a roof over your head than being with me. And I'm like, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) that's how that would work. Um, But the the episode ends with them, like, uh, deciding not to have sex. But instead just making out a lot. Yeah. I think Sandy is a little bit involved because Sandy's, like, talking to Ruthie about how it's not a good idea to, like, have sex before you're ready or, like, forcing yourself to have it because you think you're ready because and all you, that or stuff. Or you think you're just doing it to make someone else jealous. Like, these are not... Because that's that, what Sandy did. Yeah. Um, so... That's how the episode ends. Much improved from the last episode. I'm going to give it a three. Oh. Um, I guess... Well, I'll give it a 3.5. Wow. Well, because I gave the last one a 1.5, so it's much improved. I'll give it a full two points higher. Um, Actually, I'll give it a four. Wow. Okay. You're just, you're just, should I wait a little bit longer? No, you no. Go up four, I just, four, four is where it's going to sit. <laughs> okay. uh, I just, it, the last episode was so bad, so I'm thinking like comparatively. Yeah, right. This is much, much better, so it's getting a four. Um, mm, two. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. My bright spots were... Sandy. That was that was it. Sandy was my bright spot, which is I thought I'd never say that out loud or in my mind. Um, so if you want to check out some of the fishing gear uh, before the Rev and Lucy take off for the episode, uh, check us out on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, our handle is at CamdenCast Show. Our actual website is Facebook.com slash CamdenCast. You can email us, CamdenCast at gmail.com. We put out new episodes on Wednesdays and Saturdays, and other episodes are available to listen on Stitcher if you search CamdenCast, on SoundCloud.com slash CamdenCast, and on the iTunes Apple podcast app. I'm Tanby. I'm Erin. This is Camden Cast. Where can you go?